Hi, I'm Beth. And I'm Leslie. Welcome to Quince. A little sweet. A little tart. And a little unexpected. Today is Wednesday. No. Today is Thursday, April the 26th, 2018. And the reason we're confused about what day it is is because we haven't been here in four months. It can't have been that long, Leslie. Back in January was our last go. Oh, my goodness. It's been a crazy three months. Well, it has especially for you. For both of us, you know. It's been really wild. The weather has been frightful. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we have planned a couple times. Yeah, we had uh, one time uh, we planned and an ice storm came in. Yes. And and I will not drive that van in ice. No. And I didn't want you to have to get out. Uh, Just different things have happened. And so it might be spring. It's raining right now again. But it's so green and beautiful. Yeah, a few things are blooming. The pear trees. And I haven't seen any apple blooms up here yet. How about the quince? No, it's not it's not blooming yet. Okay. Yeah. No, You'll no, let all of us know. Yeah, I'll, I'll do a picture when Okay. Blooms. Yeah, no, there's right. daffodils and different things like that. And uh, violets. We went for a walk the other day and the violets yeah. were out. They're beautiful. Yeah, the tiny little violets. So. so what's been going on with you all this time? Well, I've been very busy at work as always. Uh, and I did make it home to West Virginia. Yeah, it was, had been like a year and a half, almost yeah, two years. Very and, special. Yes, and you know, normally it, I go a couple times a year. Yeah, so, well, birthday party for oh, brother-in-law. That's right. My brother-in-law Tom turned eighty. Yeah, that's so, pretty special. Yeah, we had a great time. Yeah, yeah there were about. 15, 18 of the family who returned. Wow. And then we had about 50 at his party. So nice. it was it was yeah. fun. That yeah. was great. You got to go to the wilderness. I did. Yeah. I went with Greenbrier and Arasley. Yeah. And we, we were supposed to get this big, big thunder and rainstorm. And this is out in the middle of nowhere. And, um, and we said, no, we're going to go. Sure. We don't care. And we'll just stand under the roof on the porch of yeah. the log cabin. Where the bear had been. That's right. <laughs> <coughs> so, but we just had a wonderful time, and yeah. it didn't rain until that night. So, yeah. yeah. The, but, but the bear did, or something, yes. called your porch the post. The back porch post. Yeah. Yes. That makes you look around in the woods. Uh, especially since that's where I'm going to have my tree house someday. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. That's my dream. that bear. <laughs> that's okay. That's well, we all right. We haven't come right through uptown here, so it's possible. Yes. Anywhere. Yeah, so that seems to be my excitement. Uh, yeah, well, it's, it seems like that's not a lot for four months, but, or three months, but... Uh, you know, the days just kind of stay busy. I did twirl in my baton in public. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Twice. Four, yeah, well, yeah. I did it for the volunteer party. They right. coerced me into it. Yeah. Said that they didn't want to uh, 
share their talents unless I shared mine. Right. And I'm like, well, okay, I'll read something I wrote. And they're like, no, you have to twirl your baton. (laughs) I'm like, you have got to be kidding. Nobody sees me but my cat, Clue. And, uh, but I did it. And then after your debut, you did it I've done it for three different of my Alzheimer's groups. And you wound up in the paper. Oh, isn't that And you look fantastic. Well, thank you. Yeah, one of the, at the Landmark Center. Yeah, you did, the the picture was terrific. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm glad he didn't send in one that was too uh, embarrassing. Yeah, it it looks great. 60-year-old white-haired woman up there twirling her baton. baton. (laughs) <laughs> to a to a rather sexy rocket, you know uh, oh, yeah. that one about who these dreams are made. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, yes. For but, the Alzheimer's group. Well, but then we once I'd been there, we ended up um, at one group. I did uh, Bugle Boy, you yeah. know, trying to think of a late 1940s right. that. So, yeah, they sort of related to that a little yeah. better. And then at one group, did it. I did it to the uh, Chattanooga Choo Choo, uh, and they loved that. Absolutely. So, yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> cute. Well, that was fun. Yes, yes. Yeah, you'll be a baton twirling celebrity. Oh my goodness! I, I was never coordinated enough to do stuff like that. Well, I think I, I got it when I was eight years old. So you yeah. know, I've had a lifetime of learning. Right. It's not like I'm all that coordinated. In well, other we things. I had we had one when we were eight. I'm sure it probably belonged to my aunt or something. That I never learned anything about what to do with it. Uh, yeah, I have no idea what happened to it. So. Well, I never could hula hoop. So. Oh, no, hula hoop for me was nothing either. So. <laughs> oh, poor Leslie. Yeah. No, uh, I like pogo a... stick. No, I never had a pogo stick. That was that a neighbor's. Or a stilts. No, I don't like stilts. But the pogo stick, we had a neighbor who owned the it, and they had a paved driveway. So that uh, was rare in our part of West yeah, Virginia. It's pretty much... Yeah. Um, You'd have to have a paid driver. Right. Yes. Yeah, that's the reason I never learned to ride a two-wheel bicycle. Huh. Huh. Because we didn't have any place to ride on. Mm. My brother learned after we moved to Shirt, but by that time I was about 13, 14, and I wasn't all that interested. Oh. So. <laughs> well, I lived on dirt road. I learned in the front, in the grass, in the front yard. Well, yeah. Well, we didn't. Uh, yeah, we didn't have two-wheelers until Sammy got one when he went moved to Shirt. Um, and I got mine with plaid stamps, you yeah, know, that you know got from the got grocery his. store. Yeah, yeah, you put a picture of it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Yep. All right. Well, tell us what you've been doing. Oh, mostly just taking care of Dad. He's had a couple of crises. I love the VA. They have been so good to us. But this past experience has not been the best. And I don't know what's changed, but he broke his back, and it took three emergency room visits to find out that that's actually what happened. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah, he's been yeah. hurt. He, he broke a vertebra. Breaking your back sounds terrible, but it is kind of terrible because when I went the first time, they gave him some pain pills, sent him home. Went the second time because his the pain was still really bad, and so they told me it was arthritis, and I had to make him move and get oh. up. 
So I made him move all week until he couldn't anymore. He just could not walk. You know, but the following Monday, so the third time I went, oh, by the way, he's broken a vertebra. That's so yeah. bad. And, <laughs> and then they chipped him off to the, the very nice facility we have in Stewart for rehab. But now they can't fix the vertebra until May 8th. Yeah. So it's there like is, six weeks. There is something wrong pain. with this. Yeah, it's really a problem. And I, we have never had a problem. Mm. It was VA. Uh, never had a problem communicating. He was in, uh, I guess it was in December, he was there for pneumonia. And I got six different calls from the doctors. Right. And this time I've gotten none. Mm. And finally, somebody called me yesterday from the uh, radiology department to set up his procedure. And I had called and called and called all day the day before trying to find somebody to talk to. Yeah. And nobody would return my calls. Didn't you have a social worker or somebody? Yeah, and I finally got a hold of her and she didn't remember anything about the conversation we had had the previous Friday. Oh, no. And she assured me she'd call back and I've never heard a word from her. Of course, calling her might have bumped this uh, radiology person to call me back. I don't know. And then I called um, Blue Ridge, and they said they would take care of it, and then the radiology person called me. Wow. Because they finally got some, or found some information in his file that indicated, they didn't even know he was going to have the procedure. Oh. So, so anyway, wow. that was been kind of a mess, and that's the only time I've ever had trouble with VA. They otherwise have been fantastic in Salem. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going on. Oh, my goodness. Well, it's interesting for people to hear because I think we all have medical stories. And yeah. Well, I, and, and most of the time I hear negative things about the VA. I hear negative things about the VA in Salem. Salem and I'm always like, we've never had a problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess I've been taking Dad there 10, 12 years now. Yeah. Well, you know. Longer. Maybe you need to write a letter. Well, they make us they make us fill out a survey every time. Mm -hmm. uh, usually, I'm oh everything's fantastic. It's not going to be that way this time. Right. Well, I'm just <laughs> thinking even a letter that says we have had so many years of excellent service that yeah. it's hard to understand what's right. going on what's now. Going on. But yeah. here's the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the. There, there was one person in particular I had a real hard time with, but um, and I'm sure they will ask me about that situation. Oh, too. really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't, don't want to go into that too much. No, but. that's okay. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to be nosy. Yeah. What else has been happening? <laughs> uh, my nephew is a year old, <laughs> and I, I hardly ever see him. But they've been worried about the flu, so they haven't been out very much this winter. And um, I can't think of anything else that's really going on. I got the cat fixed, and everything went fine, and, or neutered. And, yeah, a little Darcy. Yeah, and so everybody's been good, as far as I know. Mm -hmm. so, wow. Can't think of anything else. Well, so what's going on with... Knitting and your oh, yeah. shop. Yeah, we have totally gotten away from um, doing our segments. You know, we were doing a little sweet, a little tart, and a little unexpected. 
So we've totally gotten away from that. Well, that's because we've had good interviews. We've had great guests. Yes. So this would be... A little sweet. And I have been just doing things for the shop. I haven't really been knitting anything particularly interesting. Um, but I did find on Ravelry this really interesting pattern. It's called Betty's Beauty by Kathleen McGrew. And it's a crocheted shawl. I don't normally like crocheted shawls all that much, but this one is really attractive. It's got some interesting pattern work. And of course, some of it may be that. The, oh, that's pretty. Isn't that pretty? Uh huh. Yeah, it's got a fringe. Uh, it looks like it's a pretty good size shawl, too, because they've got it on a dump, uh, dressmaker's dummy, and it. It's it goes all the way down to yeah. the bottom of her skirt. It's, yeah. That's huge. Yeah, so it's a so big... So they put pockets in it. You know how I am. Yeah. You want pockets in your shawl? I want pockets in everything. We could put pockets in a shawl. Everything. Yeah, but it's a open work, lightweight prayer shawl with a wing effect. And I've made wing shawls before, and I really like the way they lay on your shoulders. Mm. They don't go wandering off. Um it's a 31-page pattern with written instructions and color-coded hand-drawn charts. Charts and instructions are included for each of three optional borders and give directions for the borders that can be finished as plain, beaded, or fringe, depending on your personal choice. Uh, it's, uh, the pattern's available for $6.50. The proceeds from the sale of the pattern will be donated to the Texas Children's Hospital in Houston, Texas. Well, that's nice. Which is very nice. The gauge is not important. Um, the um, It's a fingering weight yarn that they use uh, for the samples that we've been talking about. They use Waltrom My Melody fingering. Uh, the gauge is not critical. Um, and it takes about 1,246 yards, depending on the, the variations. And they also used um, Malabrego, Cascade. They used a lot of different yarns when they were testing it. So it, it looks like it's a good pattern. And I'll put it on my list of things maybe to do someday. Oh, well, that's I nice. Need a, I have like 30 shawls. <laughs> well. Yeah, and I, I go back to the same ones all the time. But. Yeah, and I looked on Etsy trying to find an interesting tool but nothing appealed to me okay well yeah. you found some very yeah. interesting things in the past oh, and yeah. you will for us again yeah yeah i just said nothing nothing grabbed me there were some gorgeous stitch markers i could look at stitch markers for days i love stitch markers that you put on your so you know where to do different things so what what's the most unusual stitch marker you've ever had seen that I've ever had or ever or seen or both oh oh there's you get some really interesting stitch marker though there was a series and I haven't seen it in a while but there was a series of uh, markers that were fun that you would WTF you know if you um yeah and um and some of them would you know actually rather 
swear, swear words. The actual swear words. You know, and if you're working on a particularly complicated pattern, it is appropriate. <laughs> okay. Sometimes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, those were fun. Those were fun. Yeah, but I haven't seen those very lately. They were made with the little uh, letters that people used to use for baby bracelets. Oh, right. Do you remember those? Yeah, those, oh, yeah. The little beads. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think Ma- I still have mine. Mama, Mama put mine in a baby book. I don't know what the baby book is, but now they just put hospital things. It's like, oh, yeah. you know, which is probably safer. But right, then. For a newborn, you know. Little beads. <laughs> right. the little tiny beads. Oh, no, well. Little blue beads for a boy, little yellow beads, or uh, pink beads for a girl. Mm-hmm. So you can tell. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I didn't even think about that, but my goodness, that was not a safe... Well, but you know, a newborn baby probably doesn't do that. No, probably not, yeah, but... But, yeah. but you know, back But hey, the, they're, you know, they're getting, they're eating. Yeah, well, they're they're suckling, but mm-hmm. I, back then, because I remember going to see people's babies uh, in the old hospital down here. And they had a window. Right, And right. they had the babies all laid out oh, in yes. these little trays. <laughs> yeah. Bass- bassinets. And little bassinets. And they didn't keep them with the mom. No, they'd, they'd take, take them, them in. To her. Because they wanted mom to rest. Right. And, and so get her strength back. Absolutely. They so, used to, gosh, when my mother had us, she, she used to say that was the best vacation the she'd vacation. ever have. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because they keep you in a week. Oh yeah, back in the fifties. Oh, yeah, not like who was the princess that got booted out, the all dressed in red, and she just had the baby like oh. eight hours before. See, that's just you it's know. crazy. She looked gorgeous. Yeah, and I but know she has people. Yeah, she has people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, I had a home birth, so yeah, yeah. I was there, but. I mean, for about three days, I stayed. Well, you know, I stayed bedridden on purpose, and you know, John Ford was very, very good about. Well, they do want you to get that. up now because of blood clots and things like that. Yeah, but, but, yes, you, but you would still you can't you go get to the up bathroom some. and yeah, but go maybe even to eat. Yeah, or whatever, but. But you're not out. But right. yeah, but I remember many times going and peeking at somebody's baby through oh, that yes. window. Oh yeah, and seeing the little bracelet. <laughs> yeah, and seeing the little bracelets. But <laughs> mm. yep. So anyway, well, that's all I have for the knitting. So okay. that's what we do. little tart what's the little tart is that our story time you want to tell about the story you've you've been um doing an interesting thing on facebook i guess it was a challenge it was a challenge i received last evening from uh steve shingleton who was uh a friend from back home in buchan in west virginia uh grew up with steve in fact his mom was my dad's nurse at one point Ah. in time so which is how I really got to know him as as a little boy. He was younger than I was. But anyway, he sent me this challenge that show um, a photograph, seven photographs, you know, one a day for seven days is how I've interpreted that, um, of your favorite book covers. So it didn't necessarily have to be the book itself, though that's how I... Tended to well, tackle it, sort yeah, of. 
know? but they but they have interesting covers. Oh, so absolutely, it, it's all right. So for my very first one, I took a picture of a of a special new edition. I say new; it came out in. Um, Oh, when did this special edition come out? <laughs> it was like two... It was 2000... I can't even see it on here. 1999, maybe. Well, yeah. that was... Yeah, that was... Because I got it in 2000. <laughs> okay. Christmas. Yeah, so it, I was it was like a year old. Than that, so. Yeah, it was a special edition with a new... Uh, uh, forward or new afterward by the author. Ah, so yeah. anyway, it's a nice. It's it's a special. Yeah, <laughs> special well, it's one. It's a lovely cover. Yeah, it's a thirty dollar book, which yeah. back in two thousand wow. was yeah. But anyway, it's Blue Highways: A Journey into America by William Lee Steepman. And when this book came out. The, at first, which it was written in the late 70s and then came out in the early 80s, and the first time I read it, 1982, it just blew me away. I loved it so much. I like travel books, but he also philosophizes oh, yeah. all along. <clears throat> and they're just, just an incredible classic book. And so I started reading other of his books as they came out, sure. wrote Prairie Earth, and uh, and w- then one came out in the nineties that was called River Horse, mm-hmm. and he was he started in the Hudson Bay, and went across the United States all the way to the Pacific by boat. Wow! And that was the book, you know, the travel boat, yeah. and um. Started with a real boat, you know, right. of course, there and, you know, into Lake Erie and all all sure. that way. But there were times when he actually had to portage, is that the word? Yeah. When you have to carry, your, carry your canoe, tote, right? Tote your, tote your boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was because he went all the way up to the very top of the Mississippi. I mean, it was a very interesting route. Yeah. And so his perspective about finding... You know, going into cities. And and no one knows towns from the rivers anymore. No. Or the lakes. You just don't. Mm -hmm. Unless you have a rail trail, you know, or some river trail like we do down here in Stewart. And that we do. And it's a different perspective when you turn around and look at the town. So anyway, the book fascinated me. Sure. And for the first time in my life, I sent a letter to the author. Ah. And, well, of course, it was via his publishing house, um, which is Little Brown, you know, big publishing house. And I never thought I'd hear, but I just wanted to say, hey, you have brought joy to my life. Thank you. Thank you for your writings. Uh And um, it was probably three months later, I get a note in the mail. And it's from him. Cool. And it's handwritten. Cool. And and he said, thank you so much for your jolly note. That's how he talks. <laughs> and and, he's, and then he, he clenched it because he said, 
I wish you had told me more about you and your relationship to Rivers. Wow. Well, you know me. That's all I needed. I I ended up writing him a three or four page letter talking about, you know, learning to swim in the Buchanan River, the Middle Fork River that runs through the wilderness, you know, Mm -hmm. our cabin. Um, Just lots of river stories that I never even realized I had so many. The state park had a river where, you know, we went and played as kids. Swimming at Sago where the mine disaster happened. Of course, it hadn't even happened at that point. But that's where we used to skip school and go swimming (laughs) in the river. So, anyway, 4-H camp in the river before we got a pool. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just, I don't know. It was just funny for that opened up the stream, if I may, of of things. So I wrote that, and lo and behold, and I I still didn't have an address, you know, because he had sent it via his publisher, right? of course. And so I sent it back to the publisher, and I thought, well, we'll see. And we did this several different times over the course of a year. And then he sent me his home address in Missouri, outside Columbia, Missouri. Mm -hmm. And it was like, oh my gosh, William Lee Seaman is my friend. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. And um, so I, I ended up. You know, of course, I was telling my family because I was so excited. Absolutely. And that I got in his home address. Well, it comes to be, you know, a month or so before Christmas. And my sister calls me. And I was living... Where did I live? I was living in the the old family place in West Virginia. My father had died. My sister hadn't moved in there. Right. I stayed there about two years. Okay. And... So she calls me one day, and she's like, oh, that's really cool, you know, that you got his home address. I said, yeah. She says, well, where's where's he live? And I said, well, I can't tell anyone. She says, oh, I know that. But, you know, is it like a a root number or a P.O. box? What mm-hmm. what kind of, you know, is, does he live out in the country? And I said, I don't know. You know, it was Route 4, Box 15, or something, yeah, whatever yeah, I made yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I'm making this up, because yeah. I still don't tell. No, but, um, <laughs> Right. And, and she said, oh, well, she, it's probably out of the country, outside of Columbia, Missouri. Yeah. Right, okay. So, never thought another thing well, about not. that. Of course yeah. not. Well. That year for Christmas, I went down to Florida and you know, took Taylor down and we were with his dad. And then we went over to Ruthie's yeah. and with her family and out come the gifts. Mm-hmm. And Taylor hands me this pat- wrapped book, obviously. I mean, I love books, so oh, I'm yeah. like thrilled. Oh, you got me a book, son. That's, That's great. Yeah. And I open the book and it's like oh wow you got me the new edition of Blue Highways this is a great gift Sure, great gift so then I'm looking through and I open up the page and it has a message from Heat Moon and he wrote "For, for Beth Ford may your travels carry you far 
May your words carry you farther. Aww. Heat Moon 1200. So December 00. And I'm like looking at my son going, How the hell <laughs> how the heck did you get yeah. this? Yeah. How did you get this? And Taylor was well, that he was 18. 18 years old. He was yeah. 18, all right, at that yeah. time. And I'm like, how did you do this? And he said, well, remember when Aunt Ruthie <laughs> finagled the address? Out? I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's going to think I gave it away to everyone. Oh, no. He said, no, we." I told him. I wrote him a note. I bought, I bought the book, sent it with a return address envelope, right. and mailed and asked if he would write yeah. a note in it and send uh, it back, which he obviously uh, did. Now, isn't that great. a sweet story? That was lovely. Yeah. You, you got a special tailor there. Oh, he's a good boy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm very lucky mom. Yeah. No doubt yeah. about it. Absolutely. Well, yes. you had, when was it your um, iPad got broken? Was that Christmas this year? Oh, yeah. My iPad broke. It was, no, it was like first, it was February. It was nasty. Yeah. 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 It had gotten damaged over Thanksgiving when oh, I okay. dropped it. it. Was but it finally but gave up. It finally up. gave up the ghost. Yes. Yeah. And within, what, three days I had a new iPad. Yeah, okay. I know. Yeah, because you're not cheap. No, it was very you know, kind. Very be, kind. Because we were looking at alternates that you could afford. Mm-hmm. And then he came up with that, you know. It's just, I, I knew you could count on him. Yeah. <laughs> he spoils me, he actually. He Good boy. Yes. Yeah, so. Well, he he actually knows how much an iPad is easier with my vision. Yeah. You know, with my well, crazy vision. It's worked, you know, it works for you. So yes. that's what you need. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I, I could bring the iPad home from work. You know, I have one. Yeah. But... It yeah. doesn't work as well. Yeah. 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 Well, the laptop, you're having trouble with that. Right. Said. And the yeah. desktop is worse. Yeah. 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 So, so, so the iPad works, and that's yeah. terrific. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Well, I bought myself a TV. I know. I think that's so funny. Yeah, because I haven't how, owned a TV. I was going to ask I will you. have to take it back. I've been saying 30 years, but I've inadvertently fibbed. Because when I was looking after my grandfather, my boyfriend bought me a TV with a VCR. Oh, yes. I couldn't get channels on it. But back then, that was like, you know, 2000, 1999 to 2000. Right, right. Whatever. You had the VHS yeah, that you yeah. could stick in. Yeah, yeah. So he bought me that. So I, I wish I had one of those now. And it was little. It wasn't much bigger than the laptop. Mm-hmm. But it had the VCR built in, and it may still be in my house somewhere. I haven't seen it in years. but So I have had a TV in the last 20 years. I've, I've been fibbing. I didn't mean to. Right, I had right. totally forgotten. Well, and I don't even know that you count that if all you could watch were movies. Yeah, yeah, that was all I could watch on it was movies. Right. And then, so I, I lucked out. They had a floor model down at Wally World. Mm. And so I lucked out and got it cheap. And uh, I hurt my back with Dad because of all this, you know, having to pull him up and pull him down because he just, he got more and more helpless as time went on. And so I've been, it's really hard to sit and watch 
streaming. That's really all I do. I don't have channel. I still don't have channels. Right. I just stream things on the computer. And sitting in my office chair, it got really uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I had some Christmas money put aside. And so I went, went down and um, picked out a TV. And then a cousin said, no, that's not the one you want. So I went back, and there was a young person. Uh-huh. And the young person sold me this one. So oh, nice. It worked out fine. You just plug it in, and it started working. Amazing. That's right. <laughs> yes. And you're still watching streaming. Yeah, I'm really still just streaming. But, uh, but how cool it. that your TV lets you do that. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, and it's it's bigger than the computer screen. Not It's a little bigger than I really would have wanted, but the price was right. Yeah. You know, it's just a tiny, it's a 32-inch. Yeah, which is perfect. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, uh, maybe I probably would have been a little happier with it being a little smaller, but it's cool. Yeah. It fits in the space. Yeah, the older we get. Yeah, <laughs> and nobody really has noticed it because I put it where my old computer was. Right. And nobody's even paid any attention except uh, our friends that share our Netflix account caught on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Told them that there was a new device. Yeah, see, you can't get away <laughs> with anything. Can't get away anything. with anything. <laughs> so that's all I my technology story so far. Mm. So what else? Got any other stories? Oh my! You know me. I always have stories. <laughs> You've been doing your college for older adults story. Oh yeah, we just started class on Monday, and we're going to write about when we were in our 20s. Interesting. So we had the first class, so I I really thought hard about what would be a good first question to ask them. Yeah. Um, And you and I had talked about the 21st birthday, and I Mm -hmm. thought, okay, I'm going to do that, but I'm not going to do that the very first one. So, of course, they get the chocolate to eat, candy sure. to warm them up that they have to just write for five minutes, right. you know, about. So, we did that, and I had big groups, 16. That's great. Yeah. And, uh, well, and it'll whittle down to yeah, a reasonable so. 10, yeah. you know. Yeah, but that's But it was good. fun. It was so much fun. Absolutely. And I had them write about a special friend they made while they were in their 20s. Interesting. Yeah, because I figured, okay, that's going to make them think about where they were and when this friendship started, right. whether it was at work or church or they moved to a new place or, yeah, you know, college or whatever, first job, you know, sure. whatever. And, um... And I, I asked, you know, they could use their spouse if they wanted, but I just as soon, it was right. a friend, just a friend. Because yeah. then I figured they'd think of more things, you right. know. So we had some great stories. Oh, I'm and sure and a did. few ta- tears. Oh, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. I'm sure. Where people have either gotten out of touch yeah. with someone or they've died oh, or. One one lady, they ceased being friends after oh. forty some years of being friends. So that was really sad. Yeah, seriously. Mm-hmm. One woman, uh, her best friend, she made in her twenties. She ended up twenty years later or so getting divorced from her husband and marrying this best friend's brother. Oh. <laughs> 
So now she got a husband and still and her best friend. They got her all, friend back. Uh-huh, and that. they live like in Arizona, Florida, and Virginia. So right. it wasn't like it just happened. Right. You know? She only did. met the guy once. You wow. Know? Uh, Sound like it was meant to be. Though. Exactly. Exactly. Cool. Well, that's Phyllis and Joe Richard. You oh, know yeah. Phyllis and oh, Joe, yeah. who are so sweet. Well, I didn't know that story. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see. I, I might have a friend's story from my 20s. Oh, good. Um, I'm kind of proud of a part of this because it involves a particular group that is seen a certain way. So anyway, my first uh, real African-American friend mm-hmm. that I was really close to. I had African-American friends in high school, but they were more... Ca- I was a, kind of a loner. Right. I mean, yeah. it wasn't like you were outgoing all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't regardless. the type of person that went out and, and hung out with people or whatever. I had my nose in a book all the time. So I had casual... Uh, African-American friends, casual white friends. I just didn't have real close friends right, except for right. maybe three people Right. in high school. So um, this uh, girl, Cherie, and I were roommates. So we got to be, uh, we shared my uncle's house. So we got to be very close over the course of a couple of years. And this was in? When I was living in Manassas. Manassas, okay. And I was working in uh, Woodbridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to be, she, I met her at work. Um, she was our um, telephone operator. And her mother was Art Buckwald's secretary. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, she was a really cool girl. She's about six feet tall. Mm. Absolutely gorgeous. Had her hair cut really short. You know, like a lot of 80s uh, African-American women did. Right, that's right. This was the 80s. Yeah, it was in the 80s. So beautiful girl. And I really enjoyed her a lot. Well... Sammy was playing bluegrass, uh, his band at the time, I can't remember which band it was, was playing in Alexandria. So, Sheree, you know, I said, Sheree, let's go. Yeah, my brother's you know, going to yeah, be here. Yeah, my brother's going to be here. I hadn't seen him probably in two or three years because that was just how life was going. So we just packed up and took off. And we get, get to this club. It was a club-type environment. And walk in, and I'm really not thinking anything it, until I looked around to the, at the sea of white faces. Uh, I thought, oh my God. But you know what? I bet she was used to that in a well, very weird she did, way. Yeah, she didn't really react. I thought, are these people going to be okay? Uh, well, it was bluegrass. Yeah, you know, which was really bad on my part. Yeah, you know, to and of course Sammy came up to us immediately, and I introduced her, and you know, and he was friendly. Everybody was fabulous, of course, and and that was because they were wonderful bluegrass. They were wonderful bluegrass people, (laughs) right? I honestly don't think a single person there, and if they did, they didn't let me see it. Even thought twice about her being there, and you know, I don't know why I didn't discuss it with her afterwards. Well, you don't think you did? I don't remember if I did. Mm -hmm. I remember we had a fantastic time, and she was really impressed with the music. She was a really smart girl. And um, have really, you looked for her on Facebook? I can't remember what her last name was. Oh, you know, I know this was mm. almost forty years ago. 
because I was in my early 20s. Mm-hmm. So, um, and at least together, 35 years yeah, ago. Yeah, at least 35 years ago. And um, I remember her name was Cherie. And who knows she, if she got married. I know. You it's... know, and I can't remember. I met her mother several times. She was a dynamo. Hmm. She was an amazingly smart lady, too. And um, Well, you know what? Maybe... Yeah, I may Maybe have to look her up someday. Yeah, <laughs> or do research through Art Buckwall, find out who his secretary was. Well, he probably had several and... over the course of... Well, that's And true. I think it's Art Buckwall. It, <laughs> oh, it was some writer mm-hmm. that, I, that I... He was a columnist and yeah. such. He was very wry, hum, wry yeah. dry. Yeah, uh-huh. it was somebody that was a Washington-based author. Uh-huh, okay. And I'm pretty sure it was him, but I'm, you know... Right. You know, it's been thirty five right. years, but yes. yeah, it was it was a great experience. You know, uh, she taught me. Uh, I, we had a cat. She'd never been around a cat before. We had the cat that actually came to live with Regine. Oh wow! Um, the the big calico. I don't mm-hmm. know if she was still living. When you no, but there. I heard about it. Yeah, and um, so the cat. We lived near a creek. We lived near a lake, and the cat would bring um, dead things. Oh yes, and uh, Shree said. Black people don't do dead. <laughs> she wouldn't go in the house until, until I came home <laughs> oh. to get rid of the. But they were like rats and big things. Oh, this was nasty. a big old cat. Uh-huh. Uh, so yeah, she 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 wasn't going to mess with dead. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> funny. So she wouldn't go in the house. So I finally gave her the house had had two doors. So I finally uh, one. Um, I forget how, what I did. I finally fixed it so she could get in the other door because the cat was always bringing the... It did it all the time. It, it did it all the time to this one back door, so I fixed it so she could get in another door so she wouldn't have to sit outside until I got home. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but... Oh, yeah, she was funny, pretty special. Though, and, yeah. Well, shoot, you do wish you could... Find yeah. some of these people. Well, there's so many people over the years. You know, I remember my boss's name, and I did try to look him up, but he was considerably older. Um, mm-hmm. And and um, but most of the people that I worked with, I remember their first names. Mm-hmm. It was Tara and Mary Ann and um, Cynthia, and but I don't remember their last names. Mm-hmm. I remember one of the one or two of the. Car, I worked in car dealerships. And I remember one or two of the salesmen's names, but given those kinds of things, I'm right. not sure I want to go find them. No. <laughs> well, shoot. Yeah. But we had a but lot of fun. But it is interesting. And well, in, in the writing class, you know, we'd say to the person after they read it, have you been in contact? Do you know? Yeah. And a lot of them were like, no, I have no idea. Yeah, yeah, we well, just lost know. track. And 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 it's to be as close a group as we were, mm-hmm. in that you know we would go out every night, the whole group. Of course, yes. you know, car salesmen and sure, young women. Sure, you had and fun. We had a blast. That was the age and, you, you know, did that. Yeah, we just went out. You know, we'd go out to. There were like two or three different little clubs that we'd go mm-hmm. and. And we were young, so we'd close it down, and then we'd go to work the next day and not think twice. Exactly. I do that to save my life no. now. <laughs> well, we did that at Books a Million, too. Sure. We became very close, yeah. and See, many of so us. Many, so many hours together. Yes. You know? yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed those people. 
a lot. But thank heavens, I still, some of my friends on Facebook are, are my books a million people. But, yeah. But that was only 20 years ago. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, and that's, um, people... And the age of technology came in in time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You were probably more... Yeah, but in 35 years ago... There right. Was nothing. Right. You know, we didn't have cell phones. And that did. darn problem of women changing their names when they get married. Yeah. It makes it really hard. Well, and I just really don't remember the last names of any of these people. Mm-hmm. That know. too. I remember one or two of the car dealerships because one of uh, one of the guys, um, the salesman, his name was Mason Carpenter. Now, how do you forget that? Right. That's a good West Virginia name. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and he was a sweet man. But, yeah, really hard to forget Mason Carpenter. Right, yes. Yeah, and then there was, uh, but there was a guy named Jack that was a tugboat captain <laughs> before he became a car uh, car salesman. Well, that's interesting. I think he was Jack. But I, Leroy, his name was Leroy. Leroy the tugboat. Yeah, his name captain. was Leroy. And then, Who knows, maybe there's somebody out there in Queensland. Yeah, they that... might remember. And then there was there was a Jack, but I don't remember the last names. So, um, but we had fun. Mm. We had lots of fun. Yeah. All right. Are we ready for? A little unexpected. Do we have anything unexpected? Mm, Not think about. Hmm. Some changes oh. in Meadows of Dan. Oh yeah, let's let's do that. Yeah, there's some really interesting changes in Meadows of Dan. Mm-hmm. We had a toy museum for a while, so mm-hmm. I think and we, we did talked, talk about we it. We talked about it. Yeah, the toy museum. We talked about the toy museum. Well, that has left, and so the woman that bought the uh, building decided uh, she has four farmers market. Her name's Felicia Sheeler, and she has opened this wonderful kind of crafty higher end mm-hmm. really interesting place in the old building it's called the concord corner store yes and yeah you may know more about it than yeah, i well do it's lovely well she's just she got high quality items and they're selling yeah that's i mean great. it's just it, we it's bringing people in it's yeah. a really nice yeah. thing and and that building is so beautiful and yeah. now it it has merchandise that sure. matches it yeah there was a one of the quilting guilds has set up a booth there yes i've seen some pictures of some of their work mm-hmm. and then um jeff Siebens is selling some of his dulcimers, dulcimers handmade dulcimers and yeah and you said there's great food you've been sampling well cookies is packaged but oh, but okay. it's the high end it's like the moravian oh, sugar okay. cookies Cool. You know that, yeah. You, where you you you'll spend four or five bucks on a little tin because they're key lime and yeah, they're so good. The fancy things, <laughs> right. yeah. And then they have um, Honduras coffee. Honduras coffee. I think they're planning or will be or ha- or are serving the coffee. Well, I think you can maybe get it yourself. You know how the rules are around here. Yeah, I'm not sure how it works. Something like yeah, that. Yeah. And a big beer and wine selection. Okay. You yeah. know, off premise. Yeah, you I have, didn't know. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. just get it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, handmade, high quality handmade jewelry. There's some hemp items like cool. hemp creams and things like cool. that. Yep. That. Uh, Yep. I 
I've been working every time it's open, so I haven't really been able to get I know, there. I know, and, and it's closed Monday and Wednesday. Right. Yes, yeah. and yesterday I had uh, my vo- my two volunteers that helped me with Art Fusions, the Alzheimer's program. Yeah. Um, we went to Chateau Morissette for a working lunch. Nice. Don't you love it? Yeah. Yeah, I had one of their new ciders, which are Ooh. fantastic. Yeah. It was called Chai Cider. Cool. It, it really was good. Yeah. Um, and I'm a picky cider yeah. person, so cool. I, I liked it. Yeah, I've been reading about that, the, that expansion in their business. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it's they have really a, a good job. Uh-huh, cherry cider, the chai, and then just an aged, barrel-aged yeah. or something. So I did buy one of each, but I, I only drank one at lunch. You know me, I'm not a big drinker. Sure. I drank that 16-ounce can of 6.3 cider and by the end of that meal it was like I was a little tipsy I said oh, I'm glad I'm not driving <laughs> yeah know, really? one of the other women were, yeah. had driven us there uh, yeah. but it, it was good yeah very nice it was a nice meal yeah. I enjoyed it yeah and the head chef there now is Slade Mankins my good friend William Mankins son yeah, yeah, who was the reason I came to Meadows of Dan because oh, no, cool. of his postcard shop. So that's I met cool. Slade when he was just a kid, and now yeah. he's the head Has chef there. Has he lived there. away and come back? Yeah, he was, he was cooking out in California. Yeah. Then he he was at the, Vol- the big, huge Volvo plant up mm. in, not Radford, one of those, you know, up there. there there's one in Radford. Yeah, 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 yeah near the truck there. plant. Yes. Yeah. But that has like hundreds and hundreds, oh, or yeah, if not, deal. no, probably thousands of employees yeah, or something. It's a big deal. And, I, and he was like the restaurant person cool. there. And, but now he is at Chateau Morissette. Oh, and he just happened to wander out, and I got to give him a hug. Ah, so, yeah. That's good. Yeah. So. Cool, cool. Yeah. All right. Well, is there any other change? Well, I'm going to be opening my shop, I hope. Uh, by the end of this coming week. Not oh. this week, but the next week. Okay, so about May 7th, 8th, Well, yeah, like and that. I have to take Daddy for his surgery on the 8th, so I might wait another week. Just to, uh-huh. You know. Why don't you open Mother's Day weekend? Yeah. That's the 12th, 13th, 14th. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do. I've got a lot of work on the house to do. So and with my back stove up, I haven't really been up to it. So exactly. I'm hoping by next week I can't. Yes. Yeah. Stove up. People, this is a mountain term. I've had people make fun of me saying I was stove up. Uh-huh. Well, it is sort of... Uh, growing up in West Virginia, the only time we used that is we'd say we stoved our finger. Like oh. you, you caught a softball coming at you wrong, and it would do your finger, and you say, oh, it's stoved. And that was the only time we used oh, okay. that. Yeah, we're stoved up if you're sore. Anywhere and or just you stubbed your, your back. Fi- you stubbed your toe, and I think you stubbed your finger. Or people say it was a, uh, they sprained their finger. Yeah. You know, by catching a baseball right. wrong or something. But we would call it e- either a sprain or a stove. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I have to look up where on earth that came from. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I never thought of it until you just yeah. said that. Well, somebody was making fun of me the, a while back for saying I was stove up. Uh-huh. Somebody that had never heard it before. And like, but they knew immediately what I meant. Of course. So. <laughs> uh-huh. All 
right. Well, is there anything else we want to do before we wrap it up? You I, got any quotes? Or I you want to read a little something out of William? Out of Heatman's book? Oh, I wonder if I can just open it up somewhere. Yeah, just, you know, there, there's bound to be some kind of interesting little quote somewhere. Well, let me see. I'd love to find somewhere and... All right, I'll just read this. Okay. I think we're in North Dakota. Cool. I just opened the book, people, all right? So you get a taste of it. There was something stretched about the landscape, as if all dimension but length had been pulled from it. It seemed incapable of hiding anything. That may be why I was surprised when Route 5 dropped sharply off the drift plains into another dimension of the tree-filled valley of the Tongue River. The buffy western soil was now the color of hazelnuts, and I knew I was nearly across the prairie. The nickname of North Dakota is the Flickertail State. That morning I saw why. Mile after mile, the small ground squirrel stood at attention along the highway. As my truck approached one, the little rodent would make a madcap high-tailed dash for the other side, only to stop a couple of feet from the soldier from the shoulder before turning around and making a last-ditch dive for the side it had started from. Again and again it happened. It looked like some sort of crazy game in which the losers were mashed clots of fur. (laughs) Over many of the flattened rodents, a second one stood. I thought they mourned, but someone later told me flicker tails have a keen tooth for flicker tail flesh. Oh my goodness! (laughs) Woohoo! All right, you just got a little North Dakota. Trivia. (laughs) But isn't he an amazing writer? I mean, there you go. Weren't you right there in North Dakota with him? Watching those squirrels. That's why I love that book. Yeah, yeah, definitely good. Blue Blue Highways, A Journey into America by William Least Heatman. Yes. And I'll put her picture of the cover. I'll mm-hmm. steal it off your Facebook if I Please can. Please do. Yes. Yeah. I'll try anyway. Yeah, and I even have the writing. I took a picture oh, really? of it okay. and put it in the comments underneath. Oh, okay. So All right. I think I did that. Okay, that's cool. All right. Well, I guess we'll wrap it up here. Our show notes can be found at uh, com. We also have a Facebook page under Quince Podcast. You can find us on iTunes under Quince Podcast or Beth Alman Ford or Leslie Sheeler. And we are also on the Stitcher Radio app if you have that on your phone or tablet. We'll be back hopefully in a couple of weeks. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.